On today's episode of Sports Rap Podcast, I will bring to you the 25-day proposed uh, plan for the NBA to resume. I will talk to you about the WNBA virtual draft coming up this Friday. I will also get to the NBA, NFL draft I'm sorry, and tell you how the Miami Dolphins could make or break the entire draft. So with that being said, let's get right into it with beginning some news and updates for you. So in today's sports news, uh, condolences to the NHL family and the family of Colby Cave. He was the 25-year-old uh, Oilers player from the Edmonton Oilers who passed away over the weekend. So condolences to him, his family, and to the NHL family as well. Also, the Major League Baseball has planned to align the leagues um, in an abbreviated season, if there is an abbreviated season, which means there will be no National League, there will be no American League, it will just be baseball games played and doing everything what's going on. What's going on, fellas? Uh, the XFL has suspended all operations. So, as you know, Frank, uh, Jackie Bridge is back in tune with me. As you noticed um, and you saw that all businesses or sports entities have either postponed or just canceled current seasons. The XFL has went on to the extent of suspending all operations for right now. Um, I will talk a little bit about that later. Uh, we don't know what that future is holding for them, so we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, if you've been in the news, if you've been watching and paying attention, uh, there's been talk of a feud or a little rift between teammates Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Rudy Gobert has recently put out a statement stating that they have talked and things are okay. Uh, all in all with that, I'm not sure what to believe because I feel like Donovan Mitchell has every right to be where he was initially if he has changed um, his mind. But his initial thoughts of you know possibly not being able to um, recoup that friendship um in the first steps i have no issues with that because of the juvenile acts and the insincere insincerity of rudy gobert in the beginning of this whole situation so i will keep my eyes on that and let you know uh what goes on and how that plays out if anything changes from that um apparently there things are going different in taiwan in japan and taiwan uh, baseball has returned, so they have played baseball in Taiwan with no live spectators. They had some robot fans in the stands there. Uh, Devin Booker wins the NBA's 2K basketball tournament. So that was something fun to watch. I don't know if anybody um, caught any of that, but that was pretty interesting as well. Um, the NFL has added two rules changes two rule change proposals. Um, I have those, and I will talk about those when we get into our NFL segment. And lastly, before I get into our first segment, we had some live sports yesterday, people. Live sports. Can you believe it? I had to give you some claps, some applause for that. So I am sure that there are going to be people who are not really into what I'm calling live sports, but it was live, if you will, for all intent purposes. 
uh, may not have been what people were expecting or to their likings, but it is what it is. And I actually thought that the horse tournament was actually uh, pretty interesting. Um, I would have loved to have gotten more information on how they came up with the groupings that they had for the competition. But nonetheless, let me just give you the rundown of how things played out yesterday uh, in round one. You had Trey Young, excuse me, facing Chauncey Billups, uh, the legend. Tamika Catchings went up against Mike Conley. Zach Levine went up against the legend Paul Pierce. And the current possible legend, Chris Paul, CP3, went up against Ali Quigley of the WNBA. So in their streaming uh, of these things, you know, uh, Mark Jones was the host and he did the things from his basement. Uh, I thought it was pretty interesting how it played out. They had the guys screaming, streaming from their sites, whether it was outdoor or indoor in the gym or on their home court. Uh, I thought it was interesting, too, when I watched uh, Paul Pierce and Zach Levine that they asked questions and asked to see the rest of the house. So you kind of got to see how these guys and these athletes are living and getting through this uh, pandemic and this quarantine. Uh, they talked to Chris Paul's son. Uh, he said some things that they've been uh, doing around the house to keep busy, stay in shape, you know, keep their minds right. And I think it's a beautiful thing. I thought it was a beautiful uh, twist to it where they added in. You could see some people in their own element um, in real life, you know, see how these people interact with their families and see their houses and see how they live. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So moving on, Chauncey Billups defeats Trey Young. Tamika Catchings falls to Mike Conley. Zach Levine blanks Paul Pierce. And Allie Quigley upsets Chris Paul. So the semifinals will be April the 16th, which is Thursday at 9 p.m. on ESPN with the champion at 9 p.m. And then the championship will be later that evening at 11 p.m. And all these times that I'm giving you are Eastern Standard Time. So it'll be 9 p.m. for the semifinals on Thursday and 11 p.m. for the finals on Thursday, April 16th. So the matchups for the semifinal round, which will be the 9 p.m. showing, we have Chauncey Billups going up against Mike Conley, Zach Levine going up against Allie Quigley to determine who plays for the horse championship. <clears throat> so as you see, the NBA is really, really trying to give us sports fans something. Um, like I said, they, they've just proposed a possible 25-day window to help them um, and possibly begin discussions, serious discussions about um, reviving or bringing back the NBA season, whatever they can, from the season. So with the draft coming up in June, Tay, what's going on, homie? With the draft coming up in June, I think um, it's not too much to ask uh, of these teams to ask for this 25-day uh, period to get themselves prepared for the draft. I mean, it's April already, and, you know, for all intent and purposes, we will be looking at getting ready for playoffs right now into May and into June, into playoffs and into the finals. So since there was no combine, no uh, pre-draft uh, visits or anything, you know, no interviews and workouts, 
for teams. I, I think it's okay. I think it's not too much to ask for them to be able to take this 25-day period and do some research and get some homework done on players who they may have possibly thought about drafting. Uh, what's up, Money? Uh, you know, it, it's tough anyway when you're drafting. And um, players that uh, have worked hard and expect to be in the draft are somewhat at a loss. Um, so I'm hoping that they're still working out. Hopefully they're working out and recording their workouts and things that they're doing uh, so that they can send tapes and visuals to teams. And I don't know how they may end up doing uh, virtual interviews with players. Uh, I think the workouts will be extremely tough because there's so much that has to go into it and there's so many players that teams could possibly want to see an interview. So this 25-day period will allow teams to put the work in and get some information, some vital information on players that they have interest in and help them uh, proceed and better their teams. So things that have been, you know, it's been proposed. We don't know exactly if it's going to happen. And, you know, the commissioner had discussed the return to play during an April 6th interview with Ernie Johnson and said that there, there won't be any decision made on whether the season will return at least until May. So we have the rest of this entire month where um, a decision will not be made until the end of the month, until, like we said, into May. And there's a lot of uncertainty. You know, there's not they're not sure if they're going to jump right into the playoffs or if they will finish the remainder of the season. Uh, so there is a tough time for the NBA, but I do give them kudos for uh, attempting and trying um, to figure out some way to give us some basketball to not have the season be a total loss. Now, other things in the NBA is teams that also asked to have the draft pushback. Uh, I don't think that would be in the best interest. Um, the original draft date is set for June 25th, which I think is good because you've got what they're working on now for the rest of this month of April. And then you give teams those 25 days in May to get ready for the draft, prepare themselves for the draft. And then they might have a little, have a little cool down period of a couple of days and maybe a week or so. And then they would go into the draft, well, more than a week, but it would be a couple of weeks at the end of May. They would have time to do their research. Then they would have time to compile what they saw or what they could get as far as information on players uh, videos and workouts and things of that nature, have virtual interviews, all of that can be done. And then they can sit down and compile all their legwork into their draft board like they normally do, which, again, it's going to be more difficult because you don't have the physical aspect of being in the gym with these players or being in the room with these players. But I think it can work. It, it, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some talking. It's going to take some strategic planning, but I think that it could possibly it could work. Um, some people are saying that it makes sense to delay the draft 
and give teams a better chance of introducing more workouts and scouting opportunities later in the year to maximize their knowledge. So, Antonio Bedding, Aunt Joe, what's going on? So, I, I, I hear that and I highlighted that point in this article on purpose because it's just basically what I just said before I even read that part. Uh, you know, this time frame will give teams a lot more room to do their due diligence, you know, because on <laughs> right tech thanks bro um as this time frame will give them the ample opportunity to go through everything that they have with the fine tooth comb you know and prepare themselves for the draft because like i said this draft is going to be a lot more difficult than your normal draft because the normal draft you have a little bit more of a comfortability level because you've brought these players in. You've physically seen these players work out. Um, and in those workouts, you were, you would have been able to throw some things at, at them from your system to see how they would fit into your system as a player, uh, how they would fit with the culture of your team, how they could change or add to the culture of your team, and ultimately if they are or are not a fit for your particular organization. So I think they need the little bit of extra time to do that because, like we say, the physical aspect is not in play. Uh, so this also, this um, delay or this extension would also give players who spent a full four years in college uh, a slightly better standing as teams would have more data and evidence to see what they're capable of. I agree with that as well. Uh, because I think this is hurting the players that are seniors or upperclassmen the most, because especially the seniors, because this is it for them as far as college. There's no uh, possible returning back to college and playing another year or two or whatever to um, improve their draft status later on down the line. This is it for them. If they don't get drafted, then, excuse me, they have to worry about um, being called in as a free agent to a training camp or uh, going overseas, signing a plane with some teams overseas. So it's going to be tough on both sides of the fence. Um, like I said, I, I feel for the GMs and the people in those war rooms preparing or attempting to prepare for drafts, but I think it hurts the players more because, like I said, the physical aspect is not there. Uh, they can't really talk to these players. And, and let me just tell you, interviews can take place. They probably will. Virtual interviews or teleconference interviews or whatever. But there's something about an in-person face-to-face video. Or, I'm sorry, face upfront face-to-face in-person interview that helps you better in your selection process. You get to see more of that person as they're sitting there answering your questions you get to see body movements facial expressions things of that nature which play a lot into some of the answers and some of the dialogue that is presented in those interviews so you know i think the players are, are the or the future players that are looking to go into the draft are the ones that are being hurt the most uh, by this pandemic and again it's out of their control so it is an unfortunate situation but it's not something that they have any control over ivan robinson what's going on champ I'm glad you are tuned in 
And, you know, it, it's going to change um, eventually, I think. And I feel like people are definitely going to have some interest in this and they will attempt to go along with it in hopes that basketball can be brought back into the fold and into the picture and we can get through this pandemic and right now i'm going to take a quick break robert reeves what's going on it is now 16 minutes past the 11 a.m hour and i know i've given you a lot in this 16 minutes i'm going to take a quick break when i come back i am going to get into part two and i'm going to bring back up something that i um discussed last week and i mentioned about the nba salary cap and the issues that they were having and the conversation that they were having about having the players uh, pay back 50% of their salaries. But since then, I've posted, and if you follow, and I know you do, I have posted that there, uh, uh, it's been changed. The players will get paid their money, their full amounts, by April 15th. And I will get into that, and I have some info. Uh, from the NFL, I'm sorry, not the NFL, the NBA Players Association Vice President, C.J. McCollum, who broke down some interesting points on how this thing should be handled or how it could be handled and some of the sacrifices and issues that are being brought up with this um, contract uh, issue or this payment issue with the collective bargaining agreement in the NBA. Andre, what's going on, cuz? So I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to get right into that NBA salary thing and give you some points. And a lot of the things that I read and I'm going to give you again today are a lot of the points that I brought up last week. So get ready to chime in with your comments, questions, and let, and let me know what you feel about what we said last week as opposed to what I'm going to give you this week. And a lot of things have not changed. So stay tuned for that. It is now 18 minutes past the 11 a.m. hour. It's your boy D. Rainy Monday, but I'm here nonetheless holding it down. I'll be right back with you in just a few minutes. Enjoy some music from G.I. Jackson on Twitter. Peace. <laughs> 